Hi guys, welcome to Cars and Health Bars. I hope you all had a wonderful week and are ready for a podcast. With that being said, let's get right into it. So whenever you think of a car that's uh, slept on, I think that could vary from person to person, really. Uh, but, I mean, we can, we're going to share our opinions and, and you can tell us what you think. But uh, I, I think we can all come to common ground on a few particular cars that are, are slept on. And if not, maybe we could educate you a little bit on some cars, in our opinions, that are uh, heavily slept on. Uh, Jordan, whenever you think of a car that's heavily slept on, what's kind of a few that come to mind for you? So, uh, I don't know if you want to say it's a slept on, but maybe people don't know really how good it is. Maybe overlooked. The C5 Corvette. A lot of people think, oh, there's Corvette, you know, like, I'm special. But the C5 really has a lot going on for it, and... I feel like a lot of people don't know. So what are some aspects of the uh, C5 that, that you would say are, are really uh, not looked at whenever people are kind of looking over the C5? The drag efficient is actually better than a C6, C7, and I don't know if it's better than C8, but so super aerodynamic, great body design. And then the suspension geometry is really great. Double wishbone with the leaf spring. A lot of people delete it, but... I mean, factory, you're, you can actually adjust the ride height factory, too. I like that a lot. I didn't even know and, that. Yeah, and then you got a great powertrain. The diffs and transmissions are pretty stout, you know. And if you do have issues, there's readily available aftermarket ports. Or... That's another thing, too, that I'm really going to take into account whenever I think of a car that's slept on. You can you can get one pretty cheap, especially if it's got a rebuilt title. I mean, if, considering oh, yeah. it's a Corvette, like you can pick up. One oh, of those you can for, pick one up for as much as a fit gen. So I yeah. mean, you're, and you're going to outperform the fit gen with a smaller displacement engine that's got just a few mods. And I mean, the uh, Corvettes had their interiors figured out. I mean, like it, you really feel like you're dri- driving a somewhat updated vehicle whenever you're in a C5. I would say. I'm actually not too big on the interiors, but a clean one, yes, I like. Just yeah. hard to find a clean one. I, I always like Corvette because uh, it just it just really feels like uh, it wraps around you. I don't know if it's just because of how small it is. It's just I've always really liked uh, how Corvette has everything laid out in the cabin. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, you really came came in with the with the heavy hitter at first. Uh, I. My my kind of thing on slept on cars. Uh, whenever I start thinking about those, I start thinking of more the import scene, and uh, especially which uh, I've watched. I've done a lot of research on this car because I want to pick one up. Uh, the IS three hundred uh, Lexus IS three hundred. Every video I've seen says the exact same thing. It has been a, it's been slept on for a long time. But the car scene is starting to uh, pick up on it, especially people starting to get into uh, the 2Js and all that. They're, they're starting to figure out, oh, hey, this four-door sedan, it's got a 2J in it. Granted, it's a non-turbo 2J, but still, it's a 2J nonetheless. Yeah, and, I mean, you can pick up the non-VVTI rod and piston for a few hundred bucks, so you're good for like 650, seven wheel around there. Right. 
unfortunately, these cars, especially with the Lexus, they just last forever and forever and forever. So it's really hard to find one that's low miles, and uh, it, it's hard to find one that's manual. A lot of a lot of the ones yeah, I've came across is auto. They're really like a grandma car, man. Like yeah, a lot of people's like grandmas have these cars and don't even like know what they got. That's why you you find these uh, IS three hundreds with like you know 2000 or 200 you know 250,000 miles on them because you just can't put them down they're like a Nissan Altima they just go on and on and on yeah but uh that should you say that the Altima is slip on you know I you know they seem aside from maybe a CVT issue they seem like they go for a long yeah. while good commuter car for sure i definitely have one if uh, if i came across a good, good deal on a coupe or something I, I wouldn't have it for anything other than gas mileage though yeah and maybe we should talk about more like reliable cars that slap on too because a lot of people don't know all the reliable vehicles see that's why i really like the is because it's like it, it's makes such it's a great commuter it's four door so if you got some buddies or a family you know you've got you've got that right there everyone can ride theater. me to the bar on saturday yeah and i mean like caleb was doing joy rides at the car meet like it's just like perfect take take three other buddies go go on a joy ride and you know show them what's up with the is yeah, don't sleep on it. But yeah, that that is a whole nother thing, and that's a big thing for me. That that's why I'm being so particular on trying to find a daily because I want a daily that like I'm I'm somewhat proud of. I'm like, hey, this is like you know, the daily's kind of hitting. You know, that's why I really want like a nice. I I wouldn't mind having a nice Civic Coupe, honestly. And that's yeah. the God's honest truth. Like some Civics just pull it off if you're not running around running that cackle tune. Yeah, <laughs> especially ones that are like lowered, man. I I really I really like. Yeah, I really things. like some EKs, EGs. I'm I'm a big Fast and Furious fan, so you know you know I'm real big on those '90s model Civics, like everybody That's else fair. is. Yeah, you know the I wouldn't say the WRX is slept on, but it's definitely overlooked a lot, uh, especially with the the non STI. I mean, if you got a non STI, that's that's still you know it's still a WRX, you know. It's a good, good, good daily for sure. Yeah, I mean, when they don't have boosts, those boxers are pretty reliable. Like you don't see a lot of issues out of them. Yeah, and as far as the uh, if I'm if I'm coming back to domestic, uh, I don't know which I owned one, but it was before I was like real crazy into speed and and performance. I had a old five cylinder Colorado. I've heard from so yeah. many people that those I things are shockingly fast, and I owned one. But like I said, that was before I really got my foot in stuff. Uh, but man, I've heard those are fast, and even if they're not fast, man, I'd God, you imagine LS swapping a uh, Colorado? That'd be so much yeah, I fun. I can. I rode one. Yeah, well, it's true. Yeah, I mean, I've just not really been big on the S10 platform. I think it's just because I never really owned one. I always owned the Colorado, so I always really wanted another Colorado. But of course, I just think the looks are a lot better and aftermarket you'd think the aftermarket for the s10 would be a lot better but for ls swaps it's still like the he- there's only two or three header options and they cost yeah that that's the and issue. the s10s just don't seem to have as much room they don't look as nice usually yeah you can pick up the colorado's a lot more nicer condition too uh yeah that I really, I really think people are sleeping on the colorado especially these uh the drag yeah, drag i would scene. really like one the drag scene, everybody's going for these uh, S10s and, and uh, you know these these older like pickups. But man, this uh, Colorados look so nice. Like, 
I love it. I think they were ahead of their time as far as their body style went because the... Yeah, I love them. I, if I had one, bro. If you look at the Colorado and then look at the uh, GM facelift that came in 07, uh, they, they really yeah. took some stuff from the Colorado. It was a good body style. Agreed. I start thinking I'm, about uh, American, and uh, I also start thinking of sleeper drag cars. And, uh, man, I, I don't know. There's there's a few drag cars that I, I see. People can get their hands on super cheap, but they're not. And, you know, that I definitely want to uh, look at my buddy, the third gen. Hmm. You know, that's... Yeah, I was, that's exactly what I was thinking. The fourth gen, everybody drags, you know, understandably great platform. You know, you see the boomers in the second and uh, first gens, and then, you know, you've got your sixth gen guys who just, you know, they, they got their car out the box. Same with the fifth gen guys. But, man, these third gens, they're out there, but they are so far and few between. And it's like... It's like the fourth gen, but you know I'm sure it's slightly heavier, a little less aerodynamic. Nah, it's lighter and it's a better platform for autocross. Well, is the uh, is the fourth gen a unibody also? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, uh, like you said, yeah the 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 third gen and there is so much, like take it from me, a guy who's building a third gen, there is an ungodly amount of aftermarket support for the third gen, cheap aftermarket support, like good reliable brands that are just just selling BMR. stuff. Yeah, TMR, UMI is a really big one everybody goes yeah. with. Uh, they make a lot of suspension components cheap. I mean, if I if I really wanted to, I could throw, you know, like 5K at my suspension, and I'd have it, like, dialed. Like, every there wouldn't be a uh, OEM suspension part on that car. Yeah, I love it. That That's why I love building that car so much is it's just like... And even uh, at car meets and stuff, you don't see them. It's just like, third gens just ain't out here. I love the third gen. I probably best American muscle that you can pick up for not too bad a price. Yeah, and I, I see them for like fifteen hundred bucks on marketplace every day. I mean, that's what I got mine. It's for. just like a matter of time before I get one and throw LS in it. Like at this point. Yeah, I mean they're so obtainable. The third gen is really. Uh, it's just like they made them for so long and so many people got their hands on them and they just sit and sit and sit. I'm, I'm like on my commute home from work, I see at least three that are just sitting in this, you know, people's yards, just chilling, growing weeds up around them. Yeah. Couldn't be me. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I'd be having me a uh, third gen with like six O in it. Be thumping. I will say it, it. It is. It was a little bit of a headache with the header situation, but uh, if I had uh, if I had really committed, I, it probably would have been best uh, as an aftersight to do a, a tubular chassis. That would have been so much better for for my uh, headache sake. But uh, you know, it's uh, it's whatever. Definitely, probably go tubular chassis for the LS build. I'm not trying to deal with that whole cabacle over again. Yeah, I definitely would try and do it. And for oh, yeah, the, tubular chassis is cheap to do too. So. I was about to say, for the price of the tubular chassis, it already comes with like all the motor mounts and everything. It's just like super. It's a no brainer to do it. It's just time yeah. consuming. But uh, that's something you could probably do in a weekend if you really wanted. Yeah, yeah. It just you know me. I I, I, I see so many horror films about uh, taking those uh, shock springs off, and I'm like, dear God, I'm gonna die. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, nah, you'd be alright. Yeah, I mean, as far as a daily, uh, a daily slash sleeper car, what what would you be picking up? So, I don't I don't know if there's 
knowledge of these. I definitely see a few of them around LS Fest, but not a lot. Uh, I think people know the 5.3 is great, but in particular, the Gen 5 5.3s. Catmer L84, I think it is. Great platform. Um, probably in the trucks, we don't dyno them in fourth gear, but I would say you're probably putting down like 480 to 5 with a really good cam head setup. That's impressive. And I mean, yeah, I mean, it's it's like uh, slightly heavier than our cars. So, I mean, it's not really that much heavier. Yeah. And they looked so good, bro. God, I love that body style. If Jacob would just lower his truck, dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, those, those trucks, like those LT, people need to start looking at the LT. Everybody, yeah, they, I think Brian Tui's about to surprise some people with the LT game on LS's. Is uh yeah, I was gonna kind of tease it that what do you is that what you think the big announcement's gonna be uh tomorrow? They're they're really teasing oh, yeah. this big already, announcement tomorrow. We already know. Well, it, I, ain't, I ain't gonna spoil it, but I, we know I, what it is. I was gonna say it it'll technically be today. Of course, we record this uh, the night before, so yeah. Oh, uh, uh, so I guess it won't be spoiled. I don't know. I mean, it depends on when they announce because uh, our podcast because it may not even be what I'm thinking of. I just know it's in the works. Yeah, uh, is is it is it something that I already know about? Also, I think so. Oh, okay. I think I've told that, you that is a huge announcement. Then it's uh what I plan on running on the four sixteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's something to look forward to. Uh, the BTR announcement tomorrow. As a little side note, I forgot to mention that at the beginning of the show. I'm sitting here looking at my show notes. Oops. <laughs> but uh. Yeah, I, whenever I was kind of prodding at you trying to figure out, uh, I, I know a car that uh, you, you've you mentioned is slept on whenever you start looking at Supras is the uh, Mark III Supra. Yeah, I'm really looking into getting one. And the 7Ms are nice. You can build them, but a lot of people do the 2J swap. That's the... Uh, that's... And then you get the R154 Trans, and those have a lot of aftermarket support. That's the uh, thing, you know, everybody thinks, oh, well, you want a Supra, like, that's not slept on. But yeah, the Mark IV. That, that generation, the uh, the Mark III, like, nobody yeah, really talks like about Yeah, I the second it. gens, too, that sell like a Supra. Yeah. Everybody Holy just... shit, hold up. We got a golden chicken jockey. Oh. <laughs> but, yeah... Yeah, I I think it's it might it might even be the same way with the uh, and I could be talking wrong, but it, I feel like it's the same way with the uh, GTRs with the R thirty three because everybody hates that car, but whenever you look at it, it outperforms the R thirty three. It outperforms the R thirty two. You know, it doesn't outperform the R thirty four, of course, but it's still a Skyline. You know, it's still got that body style. Everybody just sleeps on it because everybody's focused on the R thirty four and the R thirty two. Yeah. I uh, I heard uh, another automotive podcast I listened to. He said there was a a set of R32 headlights that were still in the original box. Uh, uh, the pair was uh, ten thousand dollars. God, that's some like JDM car prices, bro. They're just ridiculous. Yep, and it's just golly, I I cannot I cannot fathom that price. Like who's who's buying that man? Like why? I don't know. I don't know. Couldn't be me. No. Can't even afford that on a whole engine build. Nope. Ain't no way. 
but yeah, getting back to our topic, uh, car, cars that are really slept on, I would say, you know, from, from the aspect of just having a, a cool car to go to car meets and stuff in, I wouldn't, I don't know if it's really slept on or not because, uh, one particular YouTuber really brought a lot of attention to the body. Uh, but I, and it was because of that YouTuber that I fell in love with the body. So really he kind of just put that spotlight on this car, the, uh, crown Victoria. Oh yeah. That car, like, for just, like, doing burnouts and, like, just doing stupid stuff with not trying just to be thrashing. fast. Yeah, just thrashing, just, like, being out there in the car scene. And, I mean, you can get a hold of a Crown Vic, like, dirt cheap. Like, especially, oh, yeah. like, an X-Interceptor car. Like, it's already been beat on. Probably already got, like, a crap ton of miles on it. Uh, they I look so good, too, when they're done up. <laughs> yeah, they do. Like, you might slammed, murdered out. They're like... just cool boats. And, you know, if you're going to talk about that, you might as well mention, like, the Mercury Marauder. Oh, dude, I don't even know if you know what that is, but yep. those are dope. Yeah, Marauder, yep. I mean, it's like a nice crown vehicle. Same thing. <laughs> it was yeah. nice. We had a lowered one that come into Ford all the time, and I love that thing. Really? Oh, yeah, man. it was dope. Yeah, uh, I, I found out uh, still through the uh, same guy, Cletus, he had a boosted one, and that thing was so cool, man. Yeah, I, I would love to have a boosted, like, lowered Marauder. That'd be just... That's like a cool, like, power, like, like a power tour or something. Yeah. I mean, it's as sleeper as it gets. You see a Marauder. I mean, like I said, half people don't even know what a Marauder is because they just, like, I mean, it looks like a Crown Vic, but it's a Marauder. They just don't even know. They don't even know. Yeah. <laughs> Got them nice seats and everything. It's like the Cadillac. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Uh, so you got any more sleepers? Yeah. Or? Yep. Yep. I, I do, and it, it just—it's something you told me about. Uh, you start looking at these UPS trucks. Doing that six oh. I heard I had a really late delivery come. Usually, if a delivery don't come to my house by two p.m., I'm like, all right, he ain't showing up because normally I bring my stuff by late lunchtime, but. I was uh, out in the shop working on my car, and he shows up. You know, it's like 4.30. I'm like, dang, I'm be like out here late. And he got on it, leaving my house. And I'm like, that thing got a huge muffler on it. But I can still hear that thing. Like, yeah. if you don't know, the your, your local UPS truck, if it has not switched to electric, I don't know if that's a thing yet or not. But those uh, UPS trucks that are commonly around America have an LS60 in them. Yeah, like... LQ4 or something, I don't know. They, either way, they dude, scoot. if you can find like one part of that, I mean, take that engine, bro. Man, that's just like, that's so wild to think that that's in there. I mean, like, you would expect... That's America. That's America. That, that's how... Listen, we need to just stop and, and say uh, thanks to our UPS service. Uh, your package is being delivered via LS power. <laughs> that's what we want. That, that's and also if we want to talk sleeper trucks you know i kind of mentioned the gen 5 lt trucks the coyote trucks are exactly the same you instead of doing heads cam you just throw boost at it and it just makes as much power as you want yeah and i'm sure our ls guys are gonna hate to hear that but i mean if if you just if all if your thought process on a mustang goes as deep as they're gonna kill crowds and they're slow man you have no idea what a coyote would do to you if it had boost like yeah, for real, they be hurting. Small displacement don't mean a thing. Trust me, I was I was just like you. I was just sitting around thinking, man, the coyotes, you know, they'll 
if I have a cam, they ain't keeping up. But <laughs> if they have boost, I ain't keeping up. Like them coyotes. Yeah, do, I mean, even a football tonch in two eighty five is smoking scat packs that have cams and intake. Like it just why build the six four when you can build the five zero. I mean, we hate to hear it, but I mean, we're really not in our power band until we're like up top, anyways. It kind of sucks. And if we're going to talk about sleepers, the opposite would be the Hellcats and shit. Yeah. Oh, they're fast. Nah, not really. It ain't that fast anymore, buddy. Like, you're getting like heads cam six shin Camaros that are going to gap you. Yeah. I mean, and two, if you even take like one of those out to the track, like a circle track, like you're getting your lunch eat all day long. Like you're going to throw that boat yeah. in the ditch. <laughs> That's like all these Mopar guys think about. It's like, I, I'm, I'm, I beat you in a straight line. All right, buddy. If a turn comes up, I'll see you later. <laughs> yeah. I mean, straight line, they're all right. You got to do a lot to anything, really, if you're going to beat a drag car straight line. Yeah. You know, you were talking about trucks, and that that got me thinking about another uh, truck that's kind of slept on. Is is these uh, cycling? Cy- well, I was thinking more the uh, GMT eighty two and the or whatever that body style is, and the GMT eight hundred. Uh, yeah, and the uh, Cat Eye. Like they kind of go along with that Gen five truck, but the LS version, pretty much. Yeah, which we've got a uh, close friend that's building one, and man, those things look so clean. The single cab short bed, they just look so cool, man. That's a red truck, buddy. That's a work truck. Yeah, that's that. That's like the pinnacle shop truck. Like, put that, put put that thing some. Even like an NA build on one of those. Like, God, they just so cool. They don't weigh much. I mean, they probably weigh less than the Fitchin or close to it. I would know. Like a torque machine, dude. Like, golly. Yeah, I like the. I like them. They just got this slippy in them. The furl slippy, so. That's yeah. kind of my beef with them. That is, yeah, that's that's very true. But I mean, that that kind of isn't too bad of a thing because if you blow up the four L slippy, a lot of the best trans are four L slippies that have been gone through and beefed up. Yeah, I agree. So it's like you can spend your money and get a good one. It's almost like uh, run it till it blows, and then when it does blow, like just beef it go up. Go to the junkyard and get one, or beef it up. Yeah, it ain't going to cost a lot to go to the junkyard. That is kind of the good thing. Anything. That is the good thing about the 4L Slippy, you know. It it is. If you have a local junkyard, there will be a 4L60 somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I, I guarantee you there will be one. Yep, you're not wrong. <laughs> They're just like so mass produced, like they were in everything. It's inevitable. You're gonna find it. And I mean, even if you wanted to like ball out, just I'm sure it's not too terribly hard to find a TH400 either. But you know, you just got four speed. Yeah. TH400's alright, it's just it's kind of a little harder to find the TH400's, you know? Yeah. But TH350 even, I mean, they're really good when they're beefed up. True. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. I'm trying I... to think of any other sleeper builds. Um, we definitely got, you know, your clapped out Civic that, you know, is gutted and weighs like 2,400 pounds. Yeah. Gen 1 Eclipses are cool, but I wouldn't say that they're slept on. Uh, I would. Really? Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people think that, oh, there's the 90s, you know, import. They're not that fast. Dude, some of them, like, 4Gs, bro. Or I think they're 2G, actually, but don't sleep on them, bro. They, they hurt you. 
Yeah, that's another thing too. Like you, you think oh Evos, they're... you know, they're they're just like an Evo, especially the all-wheel drive ones. They might as well be an Evo. Yeah, it well the block they got they don't get the same engine and the same turbo, but that's very easily fixed. Absolutely, yeah, a lot of conversion kits out there. Especially, there's so much support for the '90s model import scene. Yeah, the all-wheel drive Eclipse, especially, man, don't sleep on that thing. It'll hurt your feelings. Even the autos, dude. That's a that's a big thing with the uh, horsepower guys is they they see these like uh, imports making like you know four or five hundred horsepower and they're like oh I'm making like seven in my Camaro well you know they're making they're making that horsepower go a lot further because they don't weigh anything at all plus they got boost yeah. behind it like don't 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 yeah, let if you're th- in a non boosted domestic car you really don't want to be talking smack to any boosted <laughs> import <laughs> yeah. yeah uh. Yeah, you will get your lunch eaten uh, in the big end for sure. They will be catching you. And then, uh, what did you say an Integra is slept on? I feel like a lot of people do be sleeping on Integras. There are some nice ones, but they're kind of few and far. So Yeah. A lot of the 90s model imports, uh, I don't know, it's kind of hit or miss because I start thinking of the GT350 or maybe it's the 3000. I think that's their 3000. Oh, uh, yeah, Mitsubishi. Dodge Stealth or, slash Dodge I mean, Stealth. Yeah, stealth. Uh, yeah, those cars, they kind of, they have a weird look to them. They didn't really fall in line with that uh, 90s model. They were look. really hyped when they first came out. Yeah, they do My have a, They have so much issues, though. I would say that's why a lot yeah. of people sleep on them is because they, they have a lot of issues. Uh, I wouldn't you mind You can still find clean ones for a good price, so, you know, really. Yeah. I'm, I don't know if I'd own one, but... I'd definitely consider it. It's hard to find somebody to work on. The twin turbo one is, you know, twin turbos is nice. (laughs) It's hard to find somebody that would want to work on something that old, uh, and you know that. Oh, there's rare, but you know, Kangaroos would, but they'd probably not like you. Yeah. (laughs) Caleb would be like, "Why you got me working on this?" (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But yeah. uh, uh, as a closing note on the car topic, I was uh, going to say this at the beginning of the show. Uh, I'm not sure if this is national, but uh, our town is uh, is wanting to draw awareness to it. This uh, is a tire awareness month. If you are a uh, someone that has vehicle that has same size tires, which we can't because we have meats in the back, but man, rotate your tires. You know, like just check check your tire pressure yeah. every now and again. You know, it's it's tire awareness month here. We're just trying to uh, make sure you guys are safe out there. There's nothing worse than having yeah, excess especially if you road trip and check your old check your fluids. Yeah, and I mean, I, I would just the basics. I would say it's a good rule of thumb to have your tires rotated every oil change, uh, at least yeah. every other. But uh. That's all I've got for the car topic. Uh, let's throw it to a quick break, and we'll jump right into this gaming. We're back from I our have break. OP pick. Oh, that's <laughs> good news. Uh, man, <laughs> I'm not gonna say I singled out this topic because of you, but uh, you were a big inspiration for this topic. We want to talk about uh, the most rage-inducing games, which I've calmed down a lot, a lot, a lot since my uh, rage game days. Do you think I have? No, I think it's gotten much worse. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I've always been like this, I think. Uh, man, I, I, I've really calmed down. I don't know if it was 
because I got to calm down, got a family. I don't know. I used to, I just remember before I met you, I was like, God, I'd, I'd, I'd get mad at single player games, man. Uh, I can see, I can see like you on art. <laughs> I, I don't, that, that art kind of got to me, but I remember specifically back in like middle school, uh, I, there was this one game. It was like, I was super big into fighting games whenever I was that age. I had like the Mortal Kombat and, uh, that, yeah. You remember that TV show that came on Spike called uh, Deadliest Warrior? Yeah, I fucking love that show. Uh, so there was a video game out that was kind of like the show. You know, you did the challenges, and at at the end, you fought against whoever was, you know, the other Deadliest Warrior. Man, I'm telling you, that game, like, made me so mad. I, I, I just remember one time, I, like, just ripped my headset off and slammed it on the ground and, like, shattered it. Ah. I I probably did that to like three of those Turtle Beach X12s. Like I was the killer of I mean, those headsets. Some of the good ones. I know. Uh, I, I was. I had a terrible, terrible temper whenever it came to those fighting games because it's like I don't know why they're so hard. Fighting games back in the day, like especially I agree, Mortal like, Kombat. Tekken on that, its hardest difficulty would mess me up. And it's like Mortal Kombat. You you do the whole tournament where you have to climb the ladder and you get to the very last guy and just get your cheeks slapped, dude. It's yeah. like the most like <laughs> infuriating. Like I've spent an hour just to get my like cheeks clapped at the very last guy. <laughs> There's nothing to make you more yeah, mad it's than infuriating that. Infuriating for sure. All that time down the drain. That that was me though, man. I I know for sure I busted a controller. I had like a terrible, terrible temper, man. I I, I was not about it. I don't remember being that bad on like Call of Duty. I I know I'd get mad and like rage and game chat, but I whenever I think of the peak of my game rage, it was definitely back then in those fighting fighting games. And I think I think that's why just like in a fighting game, I was already like being violent in the video game and i'm just like now it's time to be violent in person (laughs) (laughs) that's a good analogy i like that whoever whoever comes up to me next is getting a fatality on them that's right (laughs) yeah i i could see that coordination game video games do cause violence you heard it here (laughs) okay yeah, I really calmed down because uh, I, I know after I put the fighting games down, I kind of moved into uh, Mortal Kombat, or uh, sorry, Call of Duty and like uh, Minecraft for Battlefield. sure. Battlefield, yeah, which, you know, it's, I don't know, I don't even really remember you getting mad at Battlefield. Uh, Battlefield is just nah. one of those games that's just like so chill. It's just like, it's. Re- I can't get, I, well, yeah, I can. Battlefield is you just. You already know like, what I get mad about on oh, Battlefield. You know it. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> yeah, there's see, one thing on there, and it's it's for good reason. I get mad. That's the thing about see that that's why you don't stay mad at Battlefield because if the dude's just sitting there uh, clapping your cheeks in the AA, you could easily just go back to being on the ground yeah, and like avoid you just him. Instantly become his biggest problem the rest <laughs> yeah. of the game, and it's fun. That's the issue with Call of Duty is like there's there's no way to change the pace like as far as like moving to a different position in the map like it's a six v six with three lanes you're gonna run into that guy again. <laughs> yeah, it's inevitable. Like if you're playing Battlefield though, if the dude's camping the AA, he's camping the AA. If you switch to infantry, yeah. you ain't gonna see him again. I but, mean, good luck doing what you want to do in the air. If there's a good player in the AA, you might as well forget it. When when you got the guy in the AA and he's just killing you left and right, that's whenever it's time to get the homie with the C4 Jeep and pay him a yes, visit. Sir. <laughs> it's time for you to meet your maker. It got a special delivery. Mm. <laughs> homie ain't ready for what's about to hit him. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah that i think that's the main thing that makes a game where you can't rage is is there's an easy way to change the pace uh that's that's why i really like a call or battlefield it's just like you just get so mad and you could just go do something else on the maps yeah for sure i don't i don't think i don't think there's any other game really that i've had that you can change the pace that much yeah that's that's very true well it comes with big maps yeah i mean warzone you'll eventually get pushed into people uh i don't know yeah i think you're right it's it's pretty much battlefield is is uh where it's at for changing game pace yeah battlefield is goaded so don't uh, sleep on it yeah one uh did you ever really have any games where you uh raged out a lot whenever you were uh growing up or was it mainly just Jeez, me? uh yeah tech and i got mad at a lot that's because of my dad oh yeah <laughs> he always trying to make me mad on that <laughs> <laughs> trying to think what else you know, I never really got mad at a lot of stuff when I was younger. I think that kind of happened more as I got older. Because as a kid, I was very carefree. I still am, but, like, that is worse. Yeah. So. I, I guess you have your traditional, you know, burning in lava in Minecraft. I mean, that'd make you mad, but not, like, too crazy. I mean, you get your stuff back kind of easy. Unless you lose, like, a really good pickaxe whenever you burn. Yeah, that's about the worst it gets. <laughs> New and then, it's like, whatever. But, I mean, I still do get a little frustrated, but I wouldn't say I'm, I'm to the point of breaking stuff mad anymore. Uh, especially, <laughs> especially not having a parent to, to buy my stuff again. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, I guess we could uh, stop bushing around the beating and talk about uh, your problem. My problem, damn. <laughs> we need an AAA meeting. <laughs> oh my god. Put me on blast. I mean, I don't want to get... I'm not the one with the problem, okay? I'm always good. Yeah, it's the teammates that are the problem. Correct. <laughs> and the skill-based matchmaking that's the problem. And the fact that yeah. you you lose uh, you lose more uh, more ranking uh, currency than you yeah, gain. I don't know if you I don't know if you do for sure, but it just feels like it to me. <laughs> so I'm gonna say it. Oh yeah. I ain't even trying to talk about it, bro. But I guess you know we can mention it. <laughs> Rocket League. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't. I want to do a whole... Th- see, most people probably don't think I got an anger issue at all. <laughs> like who? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I think you just care a lot about that game, and you want... And you're so competitive. I think that's where it comes from. You are so dang competitive, and you just, like, want to win, and it's like, when it's out of your control, where it's like you have to rely on a teammate, it's just like, it infuriates you that he's not giving as much as you're giving, and it's like, that's... and you I don't want to be a giver. You, inevi- you inevitably end up losing, and it's not really your fault, because you've got all the points in the game, and your teammate's just sitting over here, like, mocking uh, <laughs> the boost, and if anything, making it more difficult for you to carry. Yeah, I know that. See, it's not that... I can't carry. It's like you're not letting me carry half the time. <laughs> I am that guy. You just got to let me be that guy. You are the main character, and homie's trying to, trying to take that spot. 
Yeah, I see. I think there's just the attitude problem with everyone on Rocket League too, because usually I'm chill if my teammates chill. Yeah, and I've noticed too, which I don't play. I don't play any Rocket League actually. I've tried it a few times, but I watch Jordan almost every time he plays just to entertain myself. But it seems like every time, uh, every time, what really sets you off is whenever a teammate just starts getting really crappy with you, like just saying really smart stuff, like you know, quick chats, and it's just like and accusing you. Chats, <laughs> yeah, and accusing me like throwing or something. I I make mistakes, <laughs> bro. Like I'm human. I'm not a robot. Yeah, and it's like you do one thing wrong and your teammate immediately turns on you. Like, yeah, no, nah, it's like no respect. <laughs> yeah, they they like, just. Oh, this guy thinks he can just lose the game for me. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, you're it's not going to carry me perfectly. <laughs> yeah, like I guarantee you, every game you play, you can improve somewhere. There's no need to be toxic. Like, there's always room for improvement. For yeah. me, for the best player in the world. That's such an issue with anybody. Like, if you're if you're walking yeah, around thinking you're the best, self-control or like entitlement, I guess. Is... There's always going to be somebody that plays different than you. There's always going to be some way to improve yeah. your play style and just, like just playing the way you want to play the best you can is the best way to play. If you if you already think you're the best there is, you ain't. And that attitude is going to get you a lot of losses. <laughs> yeah, like a lot of people think it's their teammate causes losses. No, it's your attitude. I've, see, I've done in Rocket League, I've tried different things out when it comes to my attitude. <laughs> and it's hard, but I think with practice, anyone can really, you know, control their maybe anger or whatever issue you got. You know, it's causing you to get mad at a game. Because I'm definitely. And I think it goes with like how your life's going too. Because if I'm having a bad day, I'm definitely more likely to get mad at Rocket League. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just kind of like you're just you've pent up this day like deep inside. Yeah, like, it's never. It I start it. It's just <laughs> if you're gonna be shitty with me and it's a bad day for me, then I feel sorry <laughs> for you. Yeah, you bottled it all up and like trying not to blow up on your friends or family, and you run into one random guy that thinks he's like got it going on. You're like, all right, yeah. <laughs> you get me yes, the bottle the guy opener. Thinks he's hot shit. <laughs> you're getting this bad day. I'm letting yeah, you're it all getting, in. You're getting everything that I've accumulated today. It's like that episode of Regular Show whenever Benson piles up all his anger and he eventually yeah, just... Yeah, that is me on Rocket League, dude. <laughs> he screams him into a hole. <laughs> I feel like that's uh, just casual players on Call of Duty whenever they, like, have... I don't, I don't know, just any casual, like, modern Call of Duty player. God. I... They'd be playing, like, their life on the line. I, you gotta know they mad. That that is how I feel, but I'm I'm not the guy sweating. I'm the guy getting like dumped on by the sweats, and it's so yeah, infuriating. Me too. It's and like... I'm good at the game. And, dude, I'm telling you, there there's some shady shit with them dub too. I I don't know if you watch much TikToks about it. I don't, but like the ones I do see, it's like skill based. I mean, not skill based, but it's like hit reg is ass on the game. Because I'll see a dude, he sh his gun fires like six times. There's six muzzle flashes. But then he only gets like two hit markers. Like there's this one clip where this dude is going up the stairs. Or, or up th this ladder. So he didn't even have his gun drawn. This dude was blasting him. And he just, the dude jumps off the ladder and like just fucks him up. Oh. That's like why I got anger issues. is because like games, especially newer CODs, man, they're just not done yet. No, I I one hundred percent agree. 
Like, just... games not being finished yet is definitely... Because I feel like 10 years ago, a lot more games were polished when they came out. And that's probably why I had less anger back then, too, is because there's less game issues causing me... I shouldn't suffer for game issues, you know, is how I feel. You're exactly right. I'm the consumer. I pay for the game. Back then, you didn't see these patches every every week, every month on on making weapons more fair yeah. and balanced. The only the only, the only uh, older game I can think of is Battlefield Four that was bad off launch. Yeah, that's kind of where it started because I mean, like back back in the older Call of Duty games, like I don't I don't even really follow much with the patch notes on Black Ops. There's out of map glitches or something. That's about it, and they get patched pretty soon after the game came out. Yeah. But, I mean, whenever patches would come, or whenever updates would come out, it would always be a new map. It wouldn't be some fix, you know, like, and if it was, like yeah, I said, it, it would be a small Yeah, it was new content, one. and it wasn't shit content that you had to unlock through a battle pass. Uh, I don't know. Con- content should just be content, you know. It's just, it like... It shouldn't be, like, it shouldn't promote you spending money or anything, like... And content shouldn't be small drops it should be a decent amount at one time like that's what i hate about the battle pass and all these uh what, what do they call them uh tears i can't think i don't know the skin packs that you can oh, buy yeah, battle all packs the, all that yeah well on call of duty like all the tracers for the guns oh and yeah the cameras. there's so many of those there's no reason for there to be that much shit because the only time i remember and the cods i enjoyed playing skins coming out was after the game was dead like black yeah. ops 2 or or you earned them like you didn't have to waste. Yeah, or money. you earned them. I loved like Black Ops Three was so good about that. Yeah, you could tell whenever you were like in a in Dark a game. Dark Matter was so good on that game. You could tell whenever you ran into a player that actually invested time into the game because they had a dope skin and like yeah. now you run and around. And also like, calling cards and shit. Oh, where yeah. did all that go? You remember on MW Three, MW Two, all the good calling cards. Yep. God. Now it's just like it, you know having having like a moving calling card back then was like oh my god that guy was yeah. like. <laughs> They're kind of getting off the rage point, but this is like this is what makes me rage at Call of Duty now. Yeah, same too. I mean, like you know those tryhards too. They're wearing that Call of Duty League skin. They're like yeah, CDL skin. Yeah. Every fucking one. I mean, Call of Duty. If I think of a game that makes me rage now, and I, that's their whole reason I don't play it is because it just makes me so angry. Like it's Call of Duty because like the skill based matchmaking, skill based matchmaking's ass. Weapon balance is kind of ass. From you know, there's always like. One gun that's just really like the AK seventy four when it first God, bro. Yeah, and OP. Then they they uh so the gun gets overused and then they nerf it and then it's just the next gun comes along and it's just like yeah they're eventually just gonna nerf every gun and it's just like I don't even know man it's just it's so weird the cycle that Call of Duty goes through it's like they it's like they almost put out guns knowing they're overpowered people overuse yeah. them I don't know man I mean there were OP guns on the original CODs too but. I don't know. It seemed like people didn't complain about it as much back then, like the FAL and stuff. Yeah. The the ACR on end up two, like people loved them, but and they were good, like performing the best. But that there is, was like hate about it. like the one that I think about the most is the MP7 on end up three. Yeah. Thing was goaded. But like back- and the PP901M dude, that thing was goaded too. Back then, that's another thing that I really like about the old Call of Duties is now it's just like there's no gun variety. Like everybody uses the same overpowered gun. Back then, like everybody just used, you know, what they wanted to, what they felt like using, what they were good with. It's just like now it's just like everybody's using the same gun. That's like whenever, uh, man, it it was that 
scorpion kind of gun came out in modern warfare and like everybody used it all the time the high fire rate gun and just like every time a new gun comes out that's all anybody uses especially if it's overpowered of course because you know you're at a huge disadvantage if you don't use the overpowered gun yeah i kind of disagree with having to unlock guns in dlc too i'm not a fan of that like the peacekeeper and all that and black ops 2 that i'm not a fan of that i think you should be able to unlock the gun in game by completing challenges or something yeah, I agree. that's how you keep players happy. Is you keep giving them good content, not shitty content. Otherwise, people are gonna get mad and quit your game, like Call of Duty. People yeah. only buy it. Yeah, they're, they're rumoring Black Ops Two remasters, and I'm not gonna buy it. I think if they even do it. Really? Yeah, I don't even think I'm gonna buy it because I just feel like they're gonna ruin it. Yeah, I, I'll look at it and I'll. I'm not gonna pre-order it, but if it's good, I'll buy it. Call of Duty's not going to be real, be able to remake the movement system that they had back then, and that's what's going to hurt everything. Like the games just don't play the same; they're on not on the same engines. They just don't move the same anymore. It moves slower in the newer CODs. Yeah, and drives a lot of people into corners. That's why everybody loves yeah. Shipment because it's a small map you can get around quick, and if you don't want to, you can just sit in the corner in the middle and and get uh get streaked out. You know. Yeah, it's just easy. That's something that just makes me so angry is just like shipment. It's just like it's it's kind of like Nuketown, but ten times worse. It's like it's always a one sided match. You're either on the team that's like got streaked out, or you're on the team that's like everybody's constantly leaving because they're getting streaked on. Yeah. Uh, so I was thinking of another game to get mad at, and I don't know if you'd say we get mad at it, but. Wreckfest, I kind of get mad at a little bit too, I think. Yeah, I think everybody does because it's just like those, you get those bus guys, man, and you get like so that, many of that them. That just, I don't mind a few. I enjoy a few. Yeah. But there's never a few, man. It's like five. Yeah. And like they just ruin the race for every, like it's a good balance whenever you've got a couple buses, a couple guys that are messing up the buses, and then everybody else between just trying to race and have fun. Like that is like, yep. that's the greatest Wreckfest match ever. It's just like uh, us trying to keep the buses away from everybody else. We're the good yeah. guys. Like it's so much fun. That's like what makes the greatest. I love having the buses, bro. They all, and they're the ones who get mad after that, too. Yeah. But, and then that's whenever like, Especially like the bus guy, or like say me or you, like accidentally like ram like a normal car trying to keep a bus away, and then he gets mad and becomes a bus guy, and then that's the snowball effect. Like yeah. that—that's whenever you get like a bus lobby and like everybody's leaving because nobody wants to put up with that. <laughs> it's always the whole lobby leaving. Yeah. Uh, People getting mad about names on breakfast. Yeah, that too. I, I'm. Just, have, I don't know if we should say it, but people be getting mad about names on. Yeah, I know. I know one game that uh, it makes me upset, but not like super mad. But like the way GTA is turned into, like it's on. Oh yeah, I do not. It it just makes me sad because GTA Online used to be so much fun, like so much fun. Hopefully, the new one is you know. Now it's just like it might as well be Call of Duty Warzone, but like the guy, the enemy always is streaked out because he's running around on a flying motorcycle. (laughs) Like, yeah, I hate the interceptor or whatever you st- i mean before that that motorcycle was the turning point of gta online yeah it, that really was it used to be so much fun gta online doing like missions and free roam that that was kind of gta online was a lot more fun before that but it still added some more fun to free roam yeah i didn't mind uh like the vip and stuff it gave you it's something just to do. The, the other stuff kind of ruined it 
And now, and they've taken it too far with having so many businesses. You, you should yeah. only be able to have one. <laughs> yeah, I agree. You got like you're a drug dealer, you're a Use biker, your one. and you're it'd VIP. be more unique. There'd be different ones in every game, and you know you could mess with the other businesses or something, or, or have but like, not in a way that's like as gay as it is now. That'd be cool to have like even special contracts, like you know you, you you're a weed dealer uh, business, and the biker guy wants to like meet you up for a trade, and like you could have like that'd yeah. be so so good. Like, here's some blow, give me some weed. Yeah. I don't know. GTA had a they had a good system before they started adding all that crazy stuff. There's I, a lot of potential. There, it's just an open world, dude. Yeah. And now that game is just like, I like people always be getting mad at. It. Yeah, I agree. I mean, even the people with the motorcycles, because there's always going to be somebody that. Yeah, is, they're always the mad ones. Yeah. I'm gonna kill the whole server with my motorcycle because one guy made me mad. Everybody yeah. must pay. Homie, chill. This is GTA. Yeah, right. Twelve. I'm I'm trying to think, man. Uh, Back for Blood gets gets pretty annoying sometimes. Uh, yeah, I was wanting to talk about pre patch. Yeah, because that was annoying. If you don't, Apex Legends is really annoying because it's only the sweats on there now. Yeah. That uh, game really does make me mad. Arc makes me mad in a way where I don't God. I don't get angry. It's just it it's it's so like disheartening. Especially like we've talked about Arc before, but I mean we could retouch it just for a second. Like getting Arc is just one of those games where you know you can hit it hard for like you know I'd say five six hours and get set up to the point to where you feel halfway comfortable getting off. You get back on the next day and it's just like there's nothing left and it's like man. Can I yeah, un- or can you I put like a this? week into the game, and then the alpha's like, nope. Yeah, like they see a tribe that's like starting to get their footing, and they're like, nah, I'm not, nah. And I don't know. I feel like ARC servers that are so fun and so wholesome are just starting to become so far and few between, because I've seen them. I've seen ARC servers where the alpha and the beta, like, actually, I mean what's a set of flak armor to them they're in tech tier you know they they're running around just trying to get drops you know they'll drop off a set of armor to you or whatever there there used to be uh, servers like that where they people would help other people there'd be wars and stuff but it's just like they're not i That's think fun though in a pvp server it's just I, I feel like respect has a thing to do like there is no respect for other people in the online communities. No, like, why would you... What What's the point in, in picking on the little guy, you know? There ain't nothing. You're not gaining nothing, like... I think it's fine to even raid lower-level people. It's just... Killing maybe all their teams. Really and... that, yeah, it's like, if they're really that much lower, then, you know, maybe you shouldn't ruin the whole server for them. Yeah, Especially just... when you start ruining metal spawns and stuff, man. That's oh, yeah. stuff's gay. And you, you start, like, you got to think these these lower guys are guys that are going to start putting time into the server. I mean, you older guys are more likely to dip out than than the guys that are coming yeah. up. You know, you're just like ruining it for the next guy. Like, why? What do you gain from that? You don't gain anything. What are you going to go tell your buddy that you killed a freaking a beach bob? Like, cool. Yeah. You're so cool. You killed Over a beach you. bob with a freaking maxed out Rex. Yeah. Are you uh watching my stream? No. Uh, Look at this. Zombie dropped it. Feather falling forward. Oh, wow. 
Jordan is still if if you've watched our last podcast, Jordan's still on a crazy Minecraft grind. Uh, but yeah, I I wanted to hit on one last game uh, before we wrap up here. That man, I hate it so much because I've played I played on mobile and I loved it on mobile. I played a lot at work. I know you're super anti mobile games, but I was at work and on a hustle. Uh, but. I know for a fact on PC because I tried. I I know I know I'm not that bad, and I know mobile is easy. But you know, if I I don't even think I managed to get a kill on mo on a PC, but uh, PUBG, dude, you want to talk about some sweats, dude? My dad plays PUBG Mobile. PUBG Mobile is so much fun because it's like easy. It, it's not super. I mean, you get in hard matches occasionally, but PUBG Mobile, it's just like Jesus Christ. Did you Warzone people get bored and get on here? Like my God, it's like everybody is like constantly like listening to every little step. Like you just get one guy that's just hiding out in a building all game. Like yeah, I don't know. I I, I want to like PUBG PC because like I said, I was a big big fan. Man, of PUBG when it Mobile. first came out, it was fun. I mean, it, it. I think was it was probably one of its first of its kind as far as the battle royale games go. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Kind of a trail trailblazer of sorts. It's sad to see a game like that, uh, something like that. Yeah, happen. he's been working on another game for a while, so hopefully when it does come out, you know. I don't know. All you guys in the comments just tell us it's a skill issue. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I hurt my feelings. Yeah, that'll just make us rage even more. <laughs> yeah. I that that's all I've got for this topic. Uh, I I've got a. I, I think I'm just going to use my generic outro, uh, little little into the show because it's getting quite late. But I do have a uh, couple announcements. Uh, be looking for our mini series. Uh, we're looking to start courting here very soon. Um, kind of. Uh, I'm kind of hoping to have it launched by July. That would be ideal. Uh, I want to hopefully start around the 4th of July. I think it's going to be an awesome mini-series. And uh, I think, I think, I think, I think our next episode is going to be a bracket. So also be looking for that. And uh, that's all I've got, Jordan. If you've got anything, I'm going to close it out. Hoopla. I hope you enjoyed the episode as much as we did. If you did, be sure to go visit our social medias. Definitely hit up our TikTok and our Instagram. We have a lot of fun interacting with you guys outside of the show. And if you want to keep up with us, definitely follow us on there. And with that being said, I'll catch you guys on the next one.